bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now i'm very hungry hey ma the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get on you want answers i want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny, Jesus. Your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears! Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. This is Seth Henniger, and you're listening to 88.5 JFM, what I consider the greatest two hours of radio because I get to hang out with the guys in this room. Uh, So let me introduce you to them. To my right... It's the bearded, bald-headed wonder from down under, the Jameson Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there, everyone in Varsity Land. How's it going? And and what's so fantastic about him is he is wearing the shirt of our sponsor today, which is beautiful, the Charburger. Also in the studio, the man that pushes the buttons makes the video cameras happen. He could even create a chocolate waterfall down the middle of our studio if he wanted because he is the Willy Wonka of radio. That is Steven Spiegel. Hey, everybody. How you doing today? I'm so blessed to be here, man. I'm ready for a good show. Me too. we got you... some amazing guests from Boaz coming in. Can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be a really fantastic day. We get to hear from Connor Reese today. We get to hear from the Boaz Pirates today. It's going to be a fantastic, sensational mm-hmm. Tuesday. Sensational. Sensational. As and, and what else is sensational and is always on point is Charburger. As uh, Jameson's shirt says, it's open from 5.30 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon, Monday through Saturday. And they have they are the home of the char-grilled Wildcat Burgers, uh, Chicken Fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. That is the Charburger. Also... Uh, we're going to talk about memes today. I love this part of the show. I think memes are the language of our culture, and I think these are pretty important. So, this one, if anybody can relate with me on the first one, it says, If my body is ever found dead on a jogging trail, just know I was murdered elsewhere and dumped there. What do you think, Steven? Uh, I concur. <laughs> I agree. That resembles Jameson. my remarks. <laughs> I um, I couldn't find a jogging trail. If you I know. Me too. Um, you know, especially the jogging trails in the woods. Yes. Which yes. I feel like if you're jogging in the woods, you're asking to be murdered anyway. That's right. So that's right. 
I don't know if y'all seen that commercial where the they're they're talking about I can't even remember what it is, but they're like the axe murderer, like, hey, let's go hide behind the chainsaw. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's what you do. I think it's like a Geico commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Why do people in horror movies always make the worst possible decisions? That's so true. <laughs> why don't we just jump in the running car? Are you crazy? <laughs> let's go hide in the graveyard. Yeah. What? In the killer truck behind him, just shaking his head like, seriously, <laughs> it's gonna be this easy. Uh, yeah. Hey, meme number two is this, and I don't know if y'all carb pumpkins. I think you do, Steven. Yes, we did. I got a four and a half year old. We had to. And this is hilarious. We should have done this, all of us, this year. Uh, and it says, scariest pumpkins ever. And one of them is carved out. The Wi-Fi is down. That's <laughs> terrifying. One is a 1% battery. One says student loans, and then there's a check engine light. I can okay. relate to three of the four of those. Now, yes. like... The 1% battery thing does not scare me. Really? Uh, my phone, I don't know what it is, but my phone has lasted like three hours on 1% before. What? Yeah, I don't know. I love it. I'm just like, bring it on. Is that an iPhone? Come, come after me, 1%. I'm not scared of you. Wow, that's funny. I know and the then, devil is a liar, and so is that. And this is my... This is hilarious. This is my favorite one of the week. This and, might be the funniest <laughs> meme we've had on I, here in, in a, a while. minute. And it, it's got Jesus in, in the temple. It, it's Jesus in the temple, and he's uh, flipping over tables, and he's got a whip of cords in his hands, and the caption reads, I'm here to heal lepers and whip hypocrites, and I'm all out of lepers. <laughs> you know, this encourages me, because, you know, we always say this. I don't know if y'all remember the er the late 90s, early 2000s, the What yeah. Would Jesus Do bracelet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would flip tables and whip people. That's all I'm saying. That's in the realm of possibility. I mean, you know. It's in the realm of possibility. It's, it's all good with him. So, uh, and... Also, all good with us, and I drove by probably twice this week, Steven. B&B mm -hmm. Video Games, directly right beside Pizza Hut in Albertville. Now, let me tell you about this place. It is special. You want to go have a moment like where you remember the 80s? You can go there instead of having to have a pocket full of change. You pay once, you get to play 80s-style arcade games all day long. Also, they have every kind of video game system known to man, all the way from the Atari. What was before the Atari, Stephen? Oh, I, was, I wasn't alive then. Um, so. Probably the Texas Instrument stuff. There yeah. you go. Yeah. And so, the old Commodore 64. Oh, my gosh. Hey, these guys won't let you down. They're open Sunday through Thursday, 12 to 8, and, yeah. and Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9. Hey, let's go to some music. I got Corin Hawthorne here with Enough right here on the Varsity Radio Show. You're making me a fighter, a fighter. You're taking me higher, higher. Here we go, and we have the privilege of having one of the varsity's greatest FCA people of all time, the Connor Reese. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. You the man, Connor. You the man. I'm just trying to be like y'all. Oh, Whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You How are. To be in the presence of Connor Reese is a special moment, guys. It is. I well, I mean, we're not quite in the presence. I no, mean, we're not in his presence. not quite there. Connor, if you want to mm -hmm. stop by ever just again. Just need to press in just a little harder. We got you, man. It's always great to have I you know. in the studio. I, I miss I miss seeing you guys. I miss seeing you guys. We miss being around you, friend. We miss being seen. So, Connor, 
Tell us about Iron Bowl Prayer Breakfast. It's a super big deal for yeah. FCA. Talk about that. Absolutely. So in two weeks, a little over two weeks from uh, from now, on uh, Thursday, the 21st of November, we are having our Marshall County Iron Bowl Prayer Breakfast. And so this is something that we do each and every uh, single year. And uh, we do them in Marshall County, Coleman, um, Madison East and Madison West, which is Huntsville and uh, in Madison. And uh, on the 21st, we're doing our Marshall County one, which will be at Connect Church right there on the river, like you're headed to uh, top of the river. And uh, we're we'll do it there, and it'll be early before school, probably about six o'clock. And the reason we do that is just so uh, uh, kids can come from their schools and they can. They get to uh, listen to an Alabama speaker, an Auburn speaker, and then after that, they, uh, when it's done, they can get back to school on time. And so uh, for our speakers, I have not heard yet on who our Auburn speaker will be, but I do know that our Alabama speaker uh, is uh, Coach Lee Osmond. And yeah. he, is currently the, he is currently the head coach at Arab High, High School. School. Yeah. And, uh, and so he played at Alabama, and he is going to be speaking at our our breakfast that week. And we're just so excited to have him. But uh, that's $10 to attend. Um, if you are a student, just get with your uh, FCA leadership team or the huddle coach on campus, and uh, you can find out some more information there. Fantastic, Connor. And we have been to that event as a show. We've been there. It's really great. Really awesome Absolutely. event. So we'd love to see y'all again. Yeah. I, again, I miss seeing you. Seeing you guys. I miss so, you guys. Um, Connor, is there going to be a portion of the breakfast where uh, they take up an offering to get Bo Nix's vision fixed? <laughs> I hope oh, it stays man. how it is. No, <laughs> personally, um, that that might be in the prayer. But <laughs> we'll, we'll, We'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, that that's, that's as far as we're going. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that I've heard that there's already three or four people that have lined up to donate an ankle to Tua. Yeah, I saw um, that on uh, SEC yeah. Shorts. I don't know. That was great. That yeah. was great. So I, I we, did just murmurings. We've got donations going on both sides. That's <laughs> right. But I saw I saw it, uh, footage of Tua <laughs> practicing yesterday. Yeah. He looked good. <laughs> Look good. We'll, we'll, we'll see you this Saturday. Yeah, we we'll will. See. Connor Reese, you're the man. We hope that all of you join that uh, Iron Bowl prayer breakfast. You get to hear a Alabama player talk. You get to hear an Auburn player talk. And you get Chick-fil-A. I mean, those are three really great things. There are far worse ways to start your day. I know. It's going to be really great. And For example, not being there. Exactly. Yes. So don't be that guy. <laughs> also, don't be that guy. I want to say this: Connor Reese will be there, and he is worth the full ten dollars cover charge. Just That's saying. Really, why you're going? Just saying. We know what. We know why you're going. Yeah. Anyway, just come and give me a high five, and just tell me that uh, you heard me on the varsity. That's right. If not. I might not know who you are. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Connor Reese will be signing autographs immediately following this event. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Connor. You're sensational, man. Absolutely. Love you guys. Appreciate y'all. We love you too, man. The bigger depression hits the ladder, my praise get. Come on. Even at the drum stop beat, my soul will keep on singing. Even louder. Let the church say. Even louder.
I'm Taylor Smith. I'm Sadie Burns. We're the Boss Pirates. And you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. And now, today's Clutch Moment. Yeah, today I want to talk to you. I know uh, Halloween was last week, but I kind of want to go there. Uh, and so to the title of what I'm about to talk about is called Paranormal Activity. Now let, let's go, and I think I know what Steven's going to say. I'm going to ask Steven <laughs> and Jameson this question. What is the scariest movie you've ever seen in your life? Jameson, why don't you take it first? Man, I don't watch a lot of scary movies. I don't watch them at all. There was one that like I, I can still remember Yeah. Uh, that my sister had me watch years and years ago. It was called <laughs> Gothica. Yeah. Um, it was terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. Thank you for ruining Jameson. That's yeah. not very I nice. Anyway. <laughs> now, for me, it was this uh, stupid movie back in the 80s called It. I knew you were going to uh, say that. I man. knew you were going to say that it. That clown, man. I was afraid to Have take you a watched shower. The new one? I thought the clown would come out of the drain and kill me. It was awful. No, I haven't watched the new one. I'm not touching that thing with a 10 foot pole. I'm not going to watch that movie. <laughs> No. Yes. Now, something me and Sarah found out, my wife, that we had in common immediately is we don't do scary movies. <laughs> we just don't. Uh, but the scariest thing I can remember as a kid, I, it, it seemed like it was always on TBS, you know, what, Turner <laughs> Broadcasting Network. Yeah. It's Chucky. Oh, man. Man, every time I come across this demon-possessed doll, and oh. me and me and Sarah... But this was like as a kid, you were scared of it, right? Yes. Because, like... Yes. I've, I've seen parts of that, like, as in like a younger adult well, I, I was just like again. this is dumb yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched it again but I will say this me and my wife we interviewed at a church this is our first youth pastoring job this church this hotel we stayed in was over 100 years old it's actually burned down since then but I swear to you the church put me in a room right beside a whole stack of porcelain dolls in this hotel it's like a hundred years old i slept with the tv on okay (laughs) i was like i believe in jesus and i believe that god can conquer this but i don't want to mess with no ghost tonight if that doll looks at me in the wrong direction it's all over (laughs) but i can't there's like some like true crime things i can't watch without being like okay this is a little too spooky for me now now y'all listen if there's any teenagers out here y'all don't remember this but this used to terrify me uh, unsolved mysteries. <laughs> Do you remember that? I, I remember them. Oh it's my like, gosh! I had to watch it like during the day because it was so weird. Went outside to ride his bike, but he never returned. <laughs> yeah. And it's like yes. you're terrified yeah. to go outside. Yes, yes. For the rest oh, of man. my two years of life, I think year. they're bringing that back. Please they brought don't. It back recently. Please uh, don't. Please don't. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so all of us have watched a scary movie or a ghost hunter show, or we've heard a ghost story at some time in our life, or at least we've watched Scooby-Doo, right? At least. Yeah. At the bare minimums. Uh, As my niece likes to call it Scooby-Dooby, because she's yeah. 16 and she's never seen it. That's funny. Gosh, that makes me feel old. So all of us have had the tendency to be scared about something at some point, right? Mm-hmm. I, and and I, I don't know if you've ever watched Scooby-Doo before. If you haven't, they're all the same. I hate to blow it. If you've never watched Scooby-Doo out there, I hate the spoiler alert, but here it comes. Every Scooby-Doo episode, Steven, mm-hmm. starts with a monster, right? Yep. The Scooby-Doo gang takes off running away from this monster, right? Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out the crime and what's happening and everything else. But every single Scooby-Doo episode ends this way. Mm-hmm. Velma loses her glasses. 
Yes. Scooby-Doo and Shaggy are terrified for their life. If they catch the monster, it's completely by accident. Every time. Every time. And there's a mask on somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Or somebody controlling a robot. And they pull that mask off. And what you thought was terrifying was really a cranky old man behind a mask, and right? I would have gotten away with it if it if wasn't it went for you meddling kids, kids, right? And your dumb dog, and too. So, I want to tell, I want to put this to you differently. See, we look at the devil very much like the unexposed ghost, right? Or the unexposed monster. We, and when we think of the devil, and we think of demons, and we think of the enemy, we think of him as this terrifying, scary thing. And he is. He's after your soul. He's He's bad. But he's very much like the guy under the mask, right? In all reality. And, and I'm going to talk about why. See, most haunted house stories that I watch, personally, I don't know if y'all have ever watched like these real ghost hunter stories. 90% mm-hmm. of them, Stephen and Jameson, start like this. Well, I played with a Ouija board or uh, I had a seance. Uh, right? Yeah. Let me tell you something. Uh. If you play with the spirit world... It's not your mom or your grandmother that you're pulling up. You are talking to demons, and you're letting them into your house. You are mm-hmm. asking for trouble to happen. And almost every one of these stories ends up, and then I was haunted for the next two years of my life. You know, I, I've heard you- <laughs> I've heard sermons on stuff like this. Yeah. And I th- it was talking about certain other bondages you can get into, whether that be like a you know, an addiction to something, but I think it also applies to things like, you know, seances and Ouija boards and the whole messing with it's it's like you're uh it's like you, you, you walk up to your door and there's there's burglars outside. Yeah. And it's like you're unlocking the door, cracking it open in. cracking it open and then walking away. Well let me say but, this with that, Jameson, the demonic will never turn away an invitation that you give them. No. The devil will never reject an invitation for you to let him in. Ephesians 6.12 says this, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Also, this fight was set up in Genesis chapter 3. So at the very beginning of creation, this battle was set up between us and the demonic, us and the devil, fighting our lives and it says and i will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring he will strike your here your head he will strike your head and you will strike his heel the the enemy the battle for your soul started at the very beginning when sin came into the world so let's talk about facts of paranormal activity we're going to go through this quick number one there always will there there is and always will be an attack on your soul always 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 hear me say that so what are some of the ways that the devil attacks us jameson it's almost always you know through fear uh manipulation uh he attacks you in your mind uh that's why we talk about that so much is you know keeping your mind right you know keeping your thoughts right and uh constantly you know, defending what comes into your head and yep. uh, and out of your mouth, yep. uh, because that's primarily where the devil is going to start. Uh, but I mean, you know, I mean, there's just there's several ways he can yep. attack us. Discontentment. Yeah. Um, comparison. Uh, our attitude. Our uh, deception. You know, yeah. Yeah. The devil is in a full out assault on our soul, mm-hmm. right? 
and which comes to fact number two about paranormal activity god is greater than satan yes he is right? we have victory over him we've always seen this battle right and uh we've seen uh and well, i'll talk about it in a minute first john 3 8 says it like this let's see this but when people keep on sinning it shows they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning and i love this statement right here but the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Mm-hmm. Jesus came to beat the snot out of your enemy. This is a beautiful thing. So how often, uh, how do we often picture the good versus evil battle in our head? I think we often picture it like it's still going on. Like like Jesus is daily having to fight the devil. Right. When the reality is... Uh, you know, back when Jesus was crucified and he rose again three days later, uh, that's when he defeated the devil. Like, yeah. it's a done deal. Our victory, if you're in Christ, your victory has already been won. You just have to live that out. It's over uh, before it started. Absolutely. And we're going to go on that, that scripture next. But what is the reality of that battle? We talked about perception. And I, I use this I use this uh, picture yeah. in the sermon I preached for this this last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the devil looking as mighty and as strong as Jesus. Yeah, a right? lot of people think it's like this giant, like cosmic, yeah, like, arm wrestling match Jesus between Jesus and the devil. Struggling. But it's actually <laughs> it's it's more like a like a you versus an ant sort of sort of did scenario. You see it? And, yeah. and I did that. I had this huge warrior. Versus a stick, stick figure. figure. It's basically yeah, it what it was. is. Um, you know, it's like, you know, it's not even close. It's like Alabama and Arkansas. You know, what I'm so it's worse than that. It's worse than that. It's like but, Alabama versus uh, like the worst yeah. high school it's team, like, junior high team. It's like Alabama <laughs> playing like a girls' field hockey team. There like, you it's, go. It's there you go. <laughs> there's no contest. It's that bad. And it, which goes to fact number three. We are on offense, not defense. And I love this scripture. First John 4, 4 says, But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. You've already won. You're on offense. You're not on defense. So why is it important that we believe this and act like we do? Because if we don't believe we have the victory and we don't live like it, the devil will continually... Uh, just run ruckshot over you. He will if you don't stand up for the victory that you have, and you you tell the devil to go where he belongs. Um, he won't leave. <laughs> he won't leave you alone, and uh, you won't be able to live a full, victorious, joyful life uh, that Jesus died to give you. Nice, and that's so true. God has given you the victory. You just got to walk in it. So if you're listening out there, God's got your back. He's going to help you overcome this thing. You will be in a spiritual war. I hate it. Whether you're saved or not, you're going to be in a spiritual war for your soul. You're going to. But like the good news is, like we, we've talked about victory, and, and maybe maybe you, you're hearing us talk about some of these things like Ouija boards and seances, and you say that maybe you've done that or maybe you've been connected to that sort of thing. Uh, the good news is you have victory. If you're in Christ, you you can have victory over that. You have victory over it. But you have to tell the devil where to go. Uh, you have to sort of renounce all that stuff, give it to the Lord, let Him clean that out of out of your out of your life. Because even though you're in Christ, some of that influence can still come on you, and it's it's something you need to get taken care of. But like yeah. I said, 
Good news is you can, and Jesus is able. You got this, and he's got you. Hey, Stephen, go to some music. Audion and Echo Smith, right here with Favorite Sound on the Varsity Radio Show. I think I found my favorite sound. Yeah, and we have the privilege of having two really fantastic athletes. Daniel Kerr, he's a sophomore at Boaz High School. He does swim, golf, track and field, and everything else under the sun. Uh, also, we have Gabby Diamond, who is a junior. She's 16. She plays volleyball. And uh, we are just excited to have you guys here. And so the first thing I want to ask you, and I'm going to start with Gabby, because girls first, right? And so... What are your main motivations for doing volleyball? Um, well, my main motivations is usually it comes from my mom because yeah. of how hard she works. But for sports, I feel like my I get my motivation from my other teammates. Yeah. How about you? And I know you don't do volleyball. You do swim, golf, track and field, and everything else. So, yeah. <laughs> Daniel, tell me. What is your motivation behind doing those sports? Well, I'd say my brother because he pushes me a lot in those yeah. things. I really wanted, I didn't want to do swim. Yeah. And he told me that you'll be great and you need to push yourself and keep doing it. So. And you've won, you've been a part of a state championship team. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Awesome. That's an incredible uh, achievement right there. There. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> so, what do you most enjoy about your sport? I got to be with my friends and just talk and have fun, you know. It's yeah. not, you know, I, I do my sports to have fun, not to. I'm competitive. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't do them like, if I lose, it's like, you know, a big deal. Into your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby? Um, I think I enjoy most about, like, it's a team sport, yeah. especially volleyball, and it's point by point, and that's what I like the most because, Especially volleyball, you like a game can change from like in a heartbeat, and every point we celebrate, and it's just everybody's motivated. And if you walk into the gym where someone's playing volleyball, you can you can hear right away like they're always loud, they're always screaming, you're always hopping each other up, and every point is celebrated. And yeah, I like what you said. We have a questionnaire that goes out to these athletes before they come on here, and she says, "I believe a team is a family with equal respect and attitude for one another." What a great attitude. What a great statement. Uh, what is the hardest thing about your respective sports? Um, I feel like the hardest thing is just knowing knowing what each other's limits are and knowing who's on and who's off, like who's having a good day and who's going to get the point. Because like I said, it's a point-by-point basis and who's going to mm-hmm. score is who's going to score. You just mm-hmm. got to know what each other's strengths and weaknesses are. Now, Daniel, I know you uh, you play several sports, so if you you just kind of go down the the list there, what's the hardest thing about each of the sports you I, do? I think swim is you really need to be there when they're when your teammates are in the pool because it really pushes them the more you scream and tell them to go and track and field. I mean, you just get people hopped up really, mm-hmm. and like I do field, I throw shot put, and they just say like you throw it far, like slap you across <laughs> the face kind of thing. You, know, like, you throw nice. it far, and then. Uh, I guess golf this is my first year of golf. I really, you can't really be with your teammates. Mm-hmm. What I've heard, you're with like other people from other teams. And it's a quiet sport, so mm-hmm. I guess just to be self-minded. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I, I imagine that kind of builds the tension, it like does. you're with yourself and you're 
you don't get any support from the other team. You just kind of have to rely on you and you get your mad. preparation. You can get mad very easily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Golf is a game of anger. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Where the beat go? Oh, ain't that some drums came in. You ain't see that coming. Hands on my head. Can't tell me nothing. Got a taste of the fame. It'll pull my stomach. We have the privilege of having Boaz Pirates, Daniel Kerr, and Gabby Diamond. You guys are great. You guys are great. Thank you. And so... Let me ask you this. What are some of your long-range goals in your sport? What would you like to achieve before high school's over? For you, you got three sports to conquer. So let's let's talk. Daniel? I'd like to win a state championship and everything again. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't run in everything. I won it in swim, but I'd like to win it in golf and track and field. But track and field's like individual. So, and that's going to be hard to do, but you know, I'm going to try. You got this, man, I believe. I believe. How about you? Um, I feel like, well, this year we didn't make it to regionals, but I feel like if we can win area, because we was area championships last year, we won that, but I feel like if we can do that again and make it to area, that would be a good goal to set. Fantastic. Well, tell me this, okay? Now, you told me your long-term goals. Let's talk about your short, maybe medium-term goals in, in like this year, what do you want to accomplish? Me. I guess you've already accomplished yeah. what you can, Gabby. But what do you want to accomplish? See, we're about to go into sectionals, and hopefully we win sectionals and swim, and then we can go to state and win state again, hopefully. And um, since the senior boys left, we're in a little bit of a hole, but hopefully yeah. we can come back and win. And then in golf, I'm not really sure what the standings are. Awesome. Okay, and this is the last question that Jameson's going to ask you one. They all go together. Uh, I, I want to know, uh, how do you expect your coach can help you achieve any of these goals or get you closer to those long-term goals? I mean, I feel like you have to have that relationship with your coach to see what you need to work on and work on like individually and as a team. So just that relationship and see what how you can better yourself and hopefully reach those goals in the long term how about you yeah i would say the same with my swim coach i'm i'm really close to him and he's helped me a lot yeah from bad to good and my golf coach i didn't know a thing about golf when i started yeah i know quite a bit and actually can hit a ball it's awesome it's very encouraging That's maybe there's the hope for me. <laughs> maybe. That's half the battle. If you can just get that thing out of the tee box and like hit it straight Quit down the fairway. Quit the tee. You know. Or um, the air. <laughs> I can't tell you how many golf balls I've lost, sliced, and hooked. Anyway. Um, is there a team that each one of you like circle that you want to beat? Like that you circle when you see their, your schedule for whatever sport it may be that you're like, I want them and I want them dead. Uh, who is it? <laughs> um, mine is definitely Abbottville. <laughs> I knew you were um, going to say that. No, there's no like it's a bad mutual blood appreciation for both of you. I just say that. No, they are so good and they've always been good. And we, I remember on JV, we came close to beating them. And we was a young team. And this year on varsity, we was a young team. But I mean, every time we've played them, I felt like it's always been a pretty good match on Orion, and of course theirs. But they are they are outstanding players all around, and also they're in the state playoffs, are they not? Yeah, they made it to Final Four. Final Four. Yeah. They're not out yet, are they? Oh no, uh, state ended last week. They, oh okay. I don't. I think they got beat by Hartsville oh, or okay. Hazel Green. I'm not Final sure. Four. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. 
and you have to play him. Yeah. That's so <laughs> just, just imagine. Yeah. yeah, but like you said, you stay up with him. I, yeah. And, you know, I saw a commercial, Jameson. I don't know. I've talked about this a few times. And it says the greatest thing as an athlete you can do is find a good enemy. You know? Because mm-hmm. they, they yeah. make you strive. They the make you go harder. Commercial. Daniel? So, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say <laughs> Daniel. Scottsboro. Scottsboro, why? I do, I do not like Scottsboro. I swim. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like Scottsboro. Say for a state. I was um, going like, to say, I've never heard Scottsboro called out before <laughs> on last, this show. Last year, they started talking a lot of trash about us and, uh, and state, mm. and they weren't going to be nowhere close to us. Giving you some built, bulletin board would, material, huh? And they started like copying our chants and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like, we have a little bit of hatred towards them. Didn't help uh, them win, though, did it? No. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, they haven't beat us yet, so. It's what? Mic drop moment. Sounds a little bit like Georgia copying Alabama as much as they do. You know. I don't know. It is what it they is. They want to be Alabama so bad. But you got to win an SEC championship. <laughs> and even when That's you win funny. an SEC championship game, we're going to be there in the national championship game to steal it from you. So it doesn't matter what you do, Georgia. That's funny. Hey, I'm Emma Colvin. And I'm Elizabeth Luna. And, and we, we are the Avril Aggies. And you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. I love the guys in the studio today. They are really fantastic. Daniel Kerr and Gabby Diamond. So much fun. Uh, let me ask you this. This is this getting your psyche a little bit. At practice, most of us don't like practice, right? We, we wish we could go practice. straight to the game. Tell me, I want to know your favorite drill and your least favorite drill and why. So, like, the least favorite thing you have to do in practice and your favorite thing. My least favorite—it's called the butterfly drill. I don't—I don't know how to explain it. How's that work? It's like okay, so there's four groups of like you just split up in four groups, and then you like throw the ball over the net, and then one passes it to the target, and then it's just like I feel like it's the most like pointless drill ever. But it's supposed to like deal with passing and like getting things or getting like the pass to where it needs to be for the set and then the hit. But I just feel like it's the most pointless thing ever. <laughs> and I'm just running around over here. And I'm just like, I hate this so much. But my favorite is, I feel like just hit lines. Because where the setter just sets it. And then, like, the hitter just hits it. And all the hitters are in line and stuff. But that's my favorite. Because you just get to hit it and get your anger out. Wow. Daniel? Well, my least favorite is probably butterfly and swim. Uh. I don't like the butterflies. You use the most muscles in that one. Butterfly I, stroke. I like swimming in the meat. But I don't like doing drills and does practice. It, does it feel like you're having a stroke when it you does. do the butterfly it stroke? Does. It, it just does. Very much so. <laughs> I guess my favorite drill would be like a breaststroke drill because it's real easy. Mm-hmm. You can you breathe on every stroke, and you just it's not as slow, but it's very easy. It's like a frog kick, mm-hmm. and like a weird pull, and it's pretty easy. So wow. that's my favorite. Did you guys on the live see how I nodded my head like I knew what a frog kick was? <laughs> that, was that was nice. Um, hey, can you reenact a frog kick for us? I can't. Yeah. I can visualize what that might be. Okay. He could explain to us what a frog hey, kick is. Hey, can you explain to us what a frog kick is? A slight swimming illiterates. Your foot sideways and you, your knee goes points out that way. And you'll kind of shoot it out like that and oh, kick down. Oh, yeah. Like a frog. Yeah. Gotcha. Got uh, it. Cool. Okay. Totally makes sense now. So off <laughs> while we were off the air, if you were watching with us on Facebook Live, you may have heard us comment on it. 
Uh, we were talking about refs and line judges. <laughs> I want you guys to tell us your worst referee story. Like, yes, the story where like the refs. The stories made are amazing. I love them. Absolutely easy. Like just a the terrible call. Was call. Trash. It was trash. And, yeah. Tell us about your most garbage call from a ref. Like the one where you walked up and handed him a pair of glasses. <laughs> no. no. There's many times where I'll walk up to the ref stand and I'm just like, how in the world did you just call that? Like, what is that? And then there, one time, um, they called like a lift. This one, like the ball's right here and like you just get your hand and you lift it. Uh-huh. But, um. There it is, Steven. Thank you. Uh, I, needed, I needed that. Yeah. I had no Sorry, idea. Gabby, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, Gabby. We, we were learning. <laughs> um, so they called it a lift, and so we we asked them because you can ask them. Like the captain can go ask the ref that's like on the ref stand, and they can ask them like, "Hey, what was that? Like, what was the call?" And they was like, "It's a lift." And then so coach came out there and I was like, "How is that a lift?" Because her hand was like you could see that it was closed, and once it's closed, it it's not a lift. And um, and they were he was just like, "Oh, it's just a judgment call." And uh. Coach Sloan was like, well, did you see it? He said, um, well, it's a judgment call. It's like a personal call. And he just would not give us a definite answer. And, like, it was it was one of the points that mattered. I forgot who it was against, but, like, we ended up losing that game. And he just kept on calling bad calls. And we were so mad. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling mournful for you right now. Thank you. It's very sad. <laughs> Feel kind of in a mildly depressed mind. <laughs> it was a tough loss. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Gabby's not over this loss. Yeah, I'm really so not. <laughs> I feel like she's still bitter. I would be too. Daniel, what? Yes, I guess when I played baseball, I was a catcher, and uh, oh a, yeah, I think the worst part is when the umpires hold my strap to my chest protector, and I'll get up to throw, and they won't let it go, uh. and it pops me in the back. Why? <laughs> I have no idea. And I asked him to let it go, and he said no. And he was talking about meeting this girl at Sonic while I was playing in a game. How old was he? It was middle-aged 20, I guess. Oh. It's middle-aged 20s, I don't know. But he was real young, and I was like, we're playing baseball. You're supposed to be an umpire. And he was like, oh, yeah. And he was talking to me about Fortnite. I don't play video games. So, so well... That went down the tube real yeah. quick. <laughs> did you tell your coach, be like, hey, this guy's chatting me up and I'm trying to focus? He saw me um, when he pulled my strap and let it go, and he came out there yelling at him. No, then he I got mean, threw out of the game, right? He got thrown out of the no, game? No, good. Like, I, uh, my uncle, I've, I've had some family members that have been umpires and catchers, and I think he said he was a catcher, like, in the minor leagues, and, like, for those of you that don't know what framing a pitch is as a catcher, it's when there's a pitch that's really close on the outside of the plate, and the catcher will sort of catch it and move his hand a little bit to make it look like the pitch was inside the zone to sort of trick the umpire. And one time, my, I mean, like, all tra- catchers are trained to do that. And uh, that happened to my, my uncle framed a pitch, and he said that a uh, umpire dug his knee into his back and like basically told him if he did that again, uh, he was gonna he was going to toss him. And um, needless to say, my uncle got tossed. <laughs> it's like an instinct when you're a catcher; you can't really help like, it. He he turned around and he was just like, "If you need me in that bat, if you need me in the back again, we're gonna have issues." And he just tossed him. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why some umpires one don't or just officials in general don't take the game seriously, or they don't take the time to be good enough for their craft to call a quality game. But anyway, wow, Seth. Yeah, let's talk about your favorite two school subjects, chemistry. I've never heard anybody 
<laughs> Say that chemistry. Why? <laughs> no, my favorite subject is science, and okay. I took chemistry last year. Now I'm taking AP Chem, and I don't know. I just love. You science. just love it. It's I don't know. It's weird, but it's okay. Just, I just get it. <laughs> All right. And, and then uh, me and you are the same on this, Daniel. You love history, and I so I used to like math. But I've never liked Matt. Uh, I, <laughs> Matt hasn't liked me back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not uh, this year. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I want to go into this. Let's talk about the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you in your sports career. And then, oh, you know, I'm, Daniel, I, I, we talked about this before. Mason Hall. Hey. Uh, anyway, we talked about this beforehand, and I, I genuinely feel bad for you. Like. If it was just in front of a bunch of guys, it wouldn't really matter. No. You know, it'd be like, who cares? But why don't you tell the listeners what happened to you? Well, Because it wasn't very nice. Yeah. I got pants in front of a group of girls. Yeah. By my friend. Well, used to be my friend. He was not his friend after this. (laughs) He probably wouldn't be my friend after this either. We are not friends any longer. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, morning well, how, did that, right how, did, how did that go? How did like, it, I just paused. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, um. You didn't, like, just, like, retroactively pull your pants right back up? Well, kind like, of, but it was, like, after a couple of seconds. <laughs> that was the delay of shock of, oh, my goodness. That just happened. Okay. Gabby? Oh, uh, my first play on varsity, I just got moved up, and I was still on JV technically, but then they moved me up for this tournament. And so she put me in as, like, a back row player where you, like, pass the ball. You get the first, like, ball, like, the serve. And I'm a terrible passer. I cannot pass. And so she uh, she put me in, and then the first serve that, like, of the play, it goes straight to me. And it comes straight to my face. And I, instantly I put up my hands, and then the ball went straight to my face. And then I, tried to, I did this thing, and then it just went straight to the ground. And then everybody was laughing, and my face was completely red, and I was so embarrassed. Wow. So she tried to hit the ball after it hit her face. Yeah, basically. Man. Wow. That's I'm sorry. Sad story. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, now that we talked about your most embarrassing moment, let's talk about one of your proudest moments in your like respective that. sports. Like, follow it up. Let's let's redeem yourself a little bit here. <laughs> okay. Um, Daniel over being all humble, <laughs> trying to let Gabby go first. Um. I guess my proudest moment was. I had surgery on my shoulder after I tore my labrum and my bicep tendon. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it, it was rough. Did you do it playing volleyball? Yeah. Or? Oh well, uh, gosh. I played softball before and I was a pitcher, so that was kind of why, because I kind of overused it, and then mm-hmm. it that was it was really weak. And then I went to volleyball, and then I during practice before my tenth grade season, I uh, went up for a hit, and then it popped. So then I had to have surgery. So I guess like my proudest moment was being able to play this year. And overcoming like therapy and the surgery and just like getting back to it. Like I'm still not 100, percent but just getting back to my team was really good thing for me. Oh, wow, good for you! Congratulations, Thank you. that's Thank great. You. And Daniel, before you go in that, your brother Michael says, "Go, Daniel." <laughs> Look at him. So yeah. yeah, support, love, right there. Varsity, <laughs> former varsity guest. Yes, very proud of that moment. Uh, anyway, Daniel, tell us. I'd say when we won state, when we got the news that. We won the state championship for swim. Kind of broke all the seniors down in tears, and I couldn't help my, couldn't hold myself back. So you were crying too, right? I was. I was. Yes, I was. It's very emotional. Maybe, yeah. maybe this year you'll be back. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Maybe he'll cry again. Yeah. yeah maybe. <laughs> if he probably. cries, get it, Gabby, on photos. 
Alright, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> She's, she can do calligraphy and photography. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, I try. And but so, yeah. your greatest accomplishment in your sport so far. He talks about state. What's yours, Gabby? I don't know. It's... I don't know. I feel like there's like little victories and then there's big victories, well, but... Let's put it this way. What was what has been your favorite win ever so um, far? Well, well, this year it was um it was area it was the area games, but it wasn't like the area tournament, but it was like an area game, and we lost to Sardis the first time, mm-hmm. and then the next time a couple weeks later we played Sardis again, and then we beat them in less like less sets than they beat us. So that was. That was a pretty, uh, like, pretty good accomplishment, accomplishment for us. Awesome, fantastic. Well, let me ask you this one last statement. We'll be done with our interview. Y'all can hang out and we can party with people. So it, it'll be great. <laughs> but let me ask you this: uh, You are uh, Daniel. You're a sophomore, so you got two more years after this. Gabby, next year's your senior year. Yep. Right. What kind of legacy do you want to leave the team? That you're serving now, and how how when you graduate high school, what do you want people to say about you? I mean, I would want my team to say, um, just to remember remember how I try to have a good attitude and try to try to bring everybody up and try to be encouraging. I feel like that's the main thing that needs to needs to happen in volleyball and in any sport. Just have respect for each other and encourage each other because that's what. Because, I, I, like I said, it was point by point, and you have to, like, every point is just based on, like, how how you're, like, playing and just encouraging each other after they get a point. Or something. Awesome. My man, Daniel. I'd say I want to be remembered as a man who worked the hardest in practice. Now, mm-hmm. I don't do it. I'm not that good right now because I don't really go to practice, but <laughs> I, really need, I really need to start He's going. He's the turn you leave here. I you like want to make that like legacy it. happen. I'm going to. Step one, go to practice. For your your coach, we have this. It's a recording, so like we can play this back. Hold them to it. Over and over and over. (laughs) Awesome, guys. Well, we have really enjoyed having you two. And uh, you are incredible representatives of your school. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So thank you so much. Hey, we're going to go to some music. Here's Becca Shea with Lioness. And that sound clip means it's time for the Varsity Freestyle. Woo! It's this be a is, good day. It's also the yeah. Varsity Redundant Hour. Yes! Uh, today is a good day because today somebody is going to win a admit to pass to the Boaz 9 Cinema. And if you're on Facebook Live, and if you're not, you should be. There's only four of you. Come on, jump on there. You've got a good chance because to win. right now, one of you could win... A admit for all day pass to B&B video games if you are the first to answer the Varsity uh, Facebook Live trivia question that is live just now. It's on uh, there. Whoever answers that first gets the pass. Right now, there's four people watching. One of you could win, and then all four of you could... Yeah, uh, could- Mason Hall. Mason Hall's won! You have just won. Congratulations, Mason. Nailed it. 
next up all right so now that facebook live is taken care of we still you can still call in and win the admit to pass to the boaz nine cinema uh you can this is for any movie there any that is showing movie. unless it's in 3d or it's already blacked out sold out uh how this is going to work is i'm going to ask a question you're going to call in and if you're the lucky caller you'll answer that question and two more and the tickets are yours all right are we ready with the first one sticking with the animal theme we have today which animal is the tallest animal in the world tallest animal in the world which animal is the tallest animal in the world mm. steven will hit you with that number want to be on the radio call us now at 256-505-0885 Hello, this is the Varsity Radio Show. Who do we have? Michael Kerr. Hello. Michael! <laughs> hey! I'm going to go out on a limb here. You may or may not be related to someone in our studio. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. We're just going to answer. Uh, Daniel, I'm going to have you ask this question right here. What is a group of lines called? Well, he's got to answer the first one first. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Sorry. He didn't answer the first one. Yeah. What animal is the tallest animal in the world? Uh, giraffe. Yes. Okay, and the second question is, what is a group of lions called? Uh, a prod. Yes. yes. And Gabby's going to ask this last question if you get this. If you suffer from arachnophobia, which animal are you scared of? Uh, oh, you got this, Michael. Arachnophobia. Arachnids. Um, they're creepy. They're crawly. They got eight legs. They're terrifying. Yes! <laughs> I don't know how you got that, but you're amazing. <laughs> Hashtag clutch. Wow! That's Michael, good. you're the man. Congratulations, Michael. If you stay hey. on the line... Uh, Stephen will tell you how to obtain these tickets that you've just won. Uh, thank you so much for calling in and listening to the Varsity Radio Show. Thank you. What if all of this could make you braver, braver, stronger, stronger? Walking through the fire, flying even higher like a fighter. Yeah, hey, we want to give you the local football scores, and that would be Arab Knots versus North Jackson. 57 to 26. Big over North Jackson. Big deal. We this, don't have to talk about this one. This is a big game right here. This next one right here. Gunnersville versus Albertville. It was back and forth. They it let them come back. Very close. It was awful. 24 21. Gunnersville wins. Good game. Douglas versus St. Paul. I didn't put it on there, but the second. St. Paul, the second. 47 to 7. Really? Over Douglas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. They didn't play around. D.A.R. defeats Brindley Mountain 43-8. to It's a good win for those guys after they had a very, very tragic thing happen to their, uh, to yes. their teammate. Yes. Losing a teammate. I can't yes. imagine doing that and taking the field in the same day. Right. Uh, good for those guys. Yeah. That was, yes. Uh, Boaz had a bye. Am I correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I thought so. And then Crossville beat Plainview 28-12. to with Southeastern beating Asbury 53-14. Mm. Yeah. 
So hey, we're uh, we're gonna play a song. We're gonna be back. We're gonna do some college picks, guys. Woo. We're gonna pick the top six games of the Saturday for this Saturday, and see who you're pulling for. Here's AC and Brady with "Who We Are." This is who we Hi, I'm Blake Bolden. And I'm Jim O'Hood. We're we the are Cross the Crossover Lines, Lines, and, and you are listening to the Varsity Radio Show. Hey, we're going to do some college football picks. We got the guest in here. I'm going to ask you your opinion, who you think will win this weekend. And the first game we want to talk about is one called Penn State versus Minnesota. Minnesota and I, and you is may undefeated. Think, you may think, who cares? But they're both undefeated. So, Daniel... I'd say Penn State. Penn State. Gabby. Minnesota. Minnesota. (laughs) There she goes. I'm going to go out on a limb here and go for the Gophers. Gophers. (laughs) Penn State all day long. Don't Uh, you know that. Kansas State versus Texas. Texas. We'll go Texas. Go Wildcats. (laughs) Go Kansas State. I hope Texas loses every game they play. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't they lose? Didn't Oklahoma lose to Kansas State? Yeah, I hope Oklahoma. I love Jalen. I can love Jalen and hate Oklahoma. Hope Oklahoma loses every game they play. (laughs) I think since Kansas State could handle uh, Oklahoma, I think they beat Texas. They beat Texas. Yeah. Uh, Iowa, Wisconsin. Daniel. I'll go Iowa. I'm going to go Iowa. I'll go Wisconsin. Wisconsin needs to bounce back in a bad way, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for the Hawkeyes, one of my favorite Big Ten teams. I, I'm with my friend Gabby, Wisconsin. Yeah. Iowa is really good, though. They're underestimated. They, they every can year. be yeah. if their offensive line would block. Yeah. Anyway. USC, Arizona State. <sighs> Arizona. Yes. Wait. <laughs> I was going to say Arizona State. USC. I love Herm Edwards, and I love what he's doing at Arizona State. USC is on a downturn. Their coach is probably going to get fired. Go Arizona State. Ugh. Arizona State's probably going to win. Arizona State, because I don't really know. And this one I think is a give me, guys, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway. Georgia, Missouri. Georgia. Missouri. I think this is a trap game for yeah. Georgia, just because Georgia has not been a consistent football team this year. Uh, they're coming off a huge one off Florida, and I think this can be a trap game. But I'll pick. I'm gonna pick Missouri. I'm gonna get crazy with it. I'm gonna pick Missouri. Georgia. Alabama LSU. This game is huge. It's gonna have game like, day. It's gonna have SEC nation and the president of the United States is, is showing up at this. This place. is the most yes. important game other than the national championship that of will be year. played this year. I agree. And, and I feel like played. I know who Daniel is going to pick because if he picks anybody other than I think who he'll pick, he won't be able to come home. Yeah. But Daniel. Alabama. <laughs> Gabby. Why, why did you say that? He wouldn't be able to come home. Something about his dad being a diehard fan? I don't know. And he was telling us about how his dad probably couldn't go to games because he'd yell at refs. So I just kind of had a feeling. <laughs> he would. He would. Yeah. Because my dad's the same way. Gabby. <laughs> Roll Todd. Yes. Uh, I'm obviously going to pick Alabama, but I, it, it's a game we can win if we don't shoot ourselves in the foot. 
And literally our, our ankle. Literally speaking. Uh, <laughs> literally speaking. No pun intended. And our secondary plays out of their minds. Yeah. If they play lockdown defense, I feel like our linebackers and our offensive line. Also, just being nitpicky, we need to find a better pass rush. If we can find a real pass rush, yeah. make Joe Burrow uncomfortable. It's going to be hard for him to make those decisions. I'm going to tell you, I love that Alabama's number two this week. Yeah. I love that I've watched LSC talk, LSU talk trash to I Alabama care about this week. I number one until the end of the season. I love it. I love it. I love it because I think that defense is going to come out very angry. Very angry. Uh, and when they do, they're very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> very dangerous. So that's all I got right there, Steven. And that sound means it's time for me to tell you where you can find us when we're not here and you're on the internet. You can find us at Instagram at varsity underscore radio underscore show. You can also find them at Twitter at varsity radio 885. And on Facebook at varsity radio show. And we record this every week and put it up the next day as a podcast. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, and Buzzsprout Podcasts. Yeah, hey, we want you to come back next week during the same uh, varsity time, same varsity station, 88.5 JFM, 2.30 to 4.30. We will have athletes in here. We'll have fun again, and we've had a wonderful day with the Boaz Pirates. Hey, we'll see you again next week. You guys stay classy. Don't you go changing and roll tide. (laughs) Roll tide. Roll tide. (laughs)